bienvenidos to the Off the Altar podcast, here with Pastor Mauricio. Hello, my friends, after a long break over the summer in 2022, and with my boy, sleepy boy, Giovanni Salvador Salvante Soria, the 24th. We, we took a break? And I'm here with my boy, <laughs> Joshua Calderon. So... What's up? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Am I the one that asked it? But I'm just gonna ask it. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate the the, the concern. I've had pretty well the past three weeks since camp. Been top tier weeks, and like what my dad's been preaching about, especially yesterday. Mm, fire preaching the even with a full stomach or an empty stomach, I will still praise God. Mm. That's how I felt since camp, man. Every every time, like I don't care how I'm feeling, I'm just like, thank you, God. Yeah, you, know? you got a good point. You know, that's a it's a good message. I mean, the guy's okay, but you know, the message is always good. Yeah, that guy who preached. Yeah, he's. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank he's, you. He's thank you. I love you guys. Relatively ugly. I'm glad I don't look anything uh, like. He him. looks more like me by the minute, so he can comp- <laughs> he can say anything. <laughs> hey man, I'm not. Just, I, I wasn't going after his looks or nothing. Just his integrity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, how dad, are you? How you doing? Oh, okay. I'm asking you. How are you doing, Dad? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm good. Happy uh, to be back, and and you know, happy because uh, uh, we uh, we went through. Uh, through a really uh, r- not rough, uh, busy summer, busy summer. Yes, you know we've done things. We uh, we had a youth camp, which was crazy for me. It was amazing. Uh, we call it crazy for Jesus camp, and um, this is the first time that you had to do everything as the organizer, uh, Gio, and that was cool to see. It was good to see you stressing out and dealing with the situations. Oh, it was good to see me like that. Okay. Yes, it was good because I've done it. By, uh, I've done it for so long that it's good to see that you guys now understand what it is. And uh, and you know, uh, this year for the first time, Carla wasn't doing the uh, the uh, schedule of the camp, so you had to work with that too. And it was it was a great camp, uh, to be honest. After a couple of years without it, because of COVID, and uh, I, I loved it, and we had our uh, our own VBS, and and I was really happy to see. They don't know. Whenever I give names uh, to our friends out there, if they are from our church, that they can they realize who am I talking about. But if not, uh, they don't know. But uh, anyways, because they they listen to our to our um, to our podcast. Uh, I want to shout out to Wendy, who's been doing an amazing job with the children's ministry. Yay, Wendy! Woo, yeah. Wendy. So um, and uh, yeah, I mean we've been busy, and now we have new plans for this uh, for this year, for the rest of the year, and beginning of the next one. So uh, I'm excited for what's going on around us. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot happen uh, while, as my friend Ross would say. We were on a break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this a uh, busy summer for us. Um, very busy camp, VBS, um, plenty of stuff going on at church with uh, back to school, uh, planning for this next semester at church. Um, 
tons of activities. The the branding project we have going on. I mean, there's just a lot of good things coming in uh, soon, guys. So stay tuned and listen because we're gonna have lots to say. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you know, we've we've said before that we're gonna do this a uh, video podcast. So eventually, we will we will be doing it, and we are trying to push our boy Luis Wiwi Velez uh, to to take a more. Uh, a uh, bigger step uh, to give a bigger step into this, so he can be doing that part, and we don't use our our tech director, which is uh, people. So um, so eventually we will move to that, and and it'll be fun too. So how are you? Uh, did I ask you, Gio? Not yet. No, you did not ask. Okay. Me. How are you, my boy, Gio? Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> I am good. I um, if you guys notice, uh, Pastor Mauricio called me sleepy. And that is because before we recorded this podcast, I was taking a nap here in the sofa at the church. Uh, but yeah, I'm over it now. I'm nice and awake and energized, and I'm ready to answer whatever crazy cra- question Joshua has for us today. All right, you guys are ready? Well, I'm be- ready. Before we get into it, I, I want to try something new, Gio. Uh, can I ask you to pray? Yeah. Totally. All right. Um, Father, I just, uh, I pray over this podcast and everyone listening. I pray that uh, you prepare our ears to take in what it is that um, you're going to speak through us. I pray that you take care of uh, me and Pastor Mauricio's tongues as we try to respond to this question as wisely as we can. Give us the wisdom and give us the words. Let everything that comes from our mouth be from you and not from us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So um, <coughs> I, already, I already gave uh, a couple of the men from our church, well, the, the youth from our church, a sneak peek of the question. And um, it's a question that I don't know if I have to say men struggle with. Or I can also say women, but I phrased it as a man since I'm a man. (laughs) And I phrased it how I would want to ask. So my question is, um, I know Gio and my dad have different ways of seeing this specific thing. So as a man of faith, do you go and find a wife or do you wait for God to bring you one? Mm. Well, uh, we uh, we live in a totally different uh, culture mm-hmm. today, as as if as if it was when Abraham was on Earth, right? Yeah. And uh, even when I do believe that we have to be proactive and to uh, try to find a, a partner for uh, for our kids. Um, I think that you guys have to be proactive as well, you know, because uh, uh, I know that uh, out, out there there's a, there's the right person for you. God has that person for you. Uh, but if you if you want to stay at church and wait for that person to show up, and your universe is so limited to the four walls of the church, 
then I don't know if it's going to happen that way. You know, and, and uh, the Bible shows us the story of Abraham finding wife for uh, Isaac, right? And uh, I believe that, that we can um, not, not exactly do that, and, uh, but we can do that. Uh, I don't know. What, what's your position on that, Gio? Um, I, I mean, this seems like a cheap out, but I think it's, it's both. You know, um, you wait on the Lord because uh, if we take again the, the example of Abraham and Isaac, um, yeah, Abraham sent his servant to go look for a wife for Isaac, but Isaac's job, it says, um, the word says that he was in the fields uh, meditating and, and meditating not as an Eastern meditation or what we think of. When with the word meditation. wasn't was doing uh, yoga. No, no. This was, <laughs> this was a Hebrew meditation, which was... Um, it wasn't the word. Yeah, focusing on the word. So, And he was in the field where the work happened. So we can take from that that um, if you're where the work... As a Christian, right? If you're in the fields where the work is, where the planning's being done, mm -hmm. and you're focused on the word, there is uh, a sense <sighs> in which... You can wait for that person to come. But when that person comes, you know, whenever Isaac sees Rebecca for the first time, he doesn't stay where he's at. And it's like, huh, I wonder who that is. Maybe she'll come approach me. No, he gets up and he goes to her. Yeah. yeah um, and that's what I meant with proactive, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, uh, going back to that example, and, and I'm going to take you as an example, Gio, because uh, uh, I am... I am who I am, and you are who you are, and we are really good friends, and we are close friends, and and I do things that that uh, they start being funny. But whenever I cross the line, we can talk about it, and you can come to me and say, "Hey, you know, I felt like you were uh, you crossed some boundaries right there, right?" So, for example, you know, if I go to a church, right, because I uh, I do believe that we have to uh, relate with the the other saints that are out out there, right? Yeah, and I know uh, pe people should be. I mean, uh, for the people that is listening, this is you, a completely hypothetical situation. <laughs> hey, you guys should be. I mean, I mean, you sh should be looking at Gio right now. He's laughing because he knows where I'm going with this. You know? Because this is completely hypothetical, right? <laughs> no, it's not. You know, because th this is what I oh, do. Th that was the joke. We know it's not <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> hey, uh, but this is this is what I do, Gio. Uh, I mean, this is what I do with Joshua and too, you know, if I, uh, and I've done it with you too, uh, right? Uh, remember not too long ago, there was uh, this uh, new family came to church and they had a, uh, a girl that it was your age and, and all the younger kids were talking and were trying to be cool around this girl and, and I didn't see Joshua and, and when just, when, uh, when I had the opportunity to talk to these people, I said, uh, I asked, how old, how old are you? She said, well, I'm this age. And I said, well, my son is your age too, you know? And so that was my first approach in my, and I was throwing the hook. And, and, but then when we got home, I called my son and I told him, hey, where were you? Why were not you there talking to the girl? Because, you know, uh, our universe, and we serve a church, and we, we use a lot of our time here at church. As a matter of fact, our our 
podcast studio is at church. So we spend a lot of time at church. And whenever I see the opportunity to try to connect one of my boys with, uh, with someone that I see that uh, is a prospect, you know, I will. So whenever... <laughs> <laughs> and whenever this, and, was, this is a wonderful hypothetical situation about Joshua. <laughs> yeah, hypothetical, hypothetical, hypothetical. But uh, you guys, but you know me, and, and I want everybody to to see who really uh, who we are, because you know I am who I am. I am never hide myself because I'm an open letter, as uh, the Apostle Paul, Paul says, right? And and uh, uh, with you, uh, Gio, you know, um, for the new people that is listening out there. Gio is not only uh, one of the hosts of this podcast, he is uh, uh, our, our uh, keyboard player and the, and the worship band, and he's our, our youth pastor as well. So he, you cover a lot of spaces inside our ministry. So when uh, we are always invited to share with another church, to meet other people, and whenever we go out there, and uh, I'm always telling you, uh, Gio, you know, this might be the place where God has the one for you. And if you if he doesn't take any initiative, I am the one taking initiative. And I'm the one asking, hey, uh, you know, are, are you single? Because I have here my boy Gio with me, and he's single, and he's good looking, and he's a keyboard player, and he's a youth. But so I give all, all the, the information about him because, you know, uh, this is the thing, you know. Our, our universe is so limited, it's so small that I want to, uh, every time I have the opportunity, I want to expand. And even when I don't know if that's the one, I do believe that uh, there's a chance that can be. So uh, the Abraham did it for his son. And that's as far as I can go with this. You know, I'm not going to go and... and and, you know, be the, the messenger to, later and saying, hey, you know what? My son Joshua told me to tell you that you were so pretty. No, that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> because this is not elementary school, right? He's going to be like, have you met Joshua? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we are being uh, really honest about this. And, you know, this... Uh, if you were in my church, if you were a people that is being discipled and pastored by, by, by me, and you are a person with a bad testimony that, you know, that uh, if I, I, I know that you're a, I'm, I don't know if I'm using the right term right here, but if you're a player, believe me, I won't do that. I won't do that. I know Gio and, uh, you know, uh, and Joshua, you're my son, so... But if you wanna if you wanna be a player and and lose control around this specific topic, then I'll be the first one, you know, boycotting whatever you wanna do. I'll be the one talking to you, because I think that anyone out there that is looking for a husband, is looking for a future husband or for a future wife, and needs to know that there are good people, there there are good men and good good women out out here ready to to settle uh, their lives up uh, for a second i thought you were gonna throw out there if you're someone who happens to come to my church and you're a good single person 
come to our church. I'll find a husband or wife for you. And I was like, whoa, pastor, that's an offer to put out there. No, no, no. I'm not going that far. Okay. No, um, but um, with this topic, um, I do... Right, because the, the question is, do you wait or do you take action? And, uh, you know, my uh, response was you do both, right? Um, but I, I think people get confused in um, what do you mean by wait, right? We say wait and you think, oh, if I, I'm waiting until God brings me a wife or I'm waiting until God brings me a husband or, you know, what I'm waiting until God brings me um, my my spouse, soulmate, whatever you want to add there. And we think, oh, I'm just going to sit here and I, I, I'm going to take the position of, you know, a man looking for a wife. I'm going to sit here and then one day the girl of my dreams is going to walk in and she's going to come talk to me and I'm not going to have to do any effort in pursuing her. I'm not going to have to try to win her over or anything. We're just going to automatically want to get married and everything. And it's no. No, because you have to do the work. Yeah. You have I, to do again, the work. That, that's, yeah. why, that's why it's both. You know, you you have to take action. You have to chase. You have to. Um, I, I think, we just mentioned Isaac. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about Jacob in this case. You know, he worked seven years for the wife that he wanted. Technically 14, right? Yes. And he didn't get her. So there's a lot of cultural things going on right there. So he had to, he had to work seven more years for that wife. So, uh, you, you know, and this is where I'm going with this. You have to do the work. Mm -hmm. You have to do the work. I mean, you cannot expect God to, uh, to be the one conquering that heart yeah. over, right? He is, is conquering that heart in a different direction, Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But um, but if this is a, 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 a sentimental love story that we're talking about, mm -hmm. a hypothetical sentimental love story, you know, uh, then you got you have to do the work. I mean, God will provide for for that person, but don't expect God to do what you are supposed to do. You have yeah. to be the the you know the engaging one, the romantic one, the uh, all, all that, all that that the other person uh, hopes for or waits for, uh, is waiting for. Yeah, and we got to remember that you know one of man's first sin, man as in the boys, one of uh, our first sin is the sin of passivity, being passive, right? Because whenever the serpent comes and talks to Eve and offers to eat of the fruit, read the read that part of Genesis carefully. And you come to realize, oh, Adam's right there with her. And he's not doing anything. He's not taking an active stance. He's not taking action. He's not being assertive in his role. He's being extremely passive, not just with his wife, but also with the serpent. And his, his punishment <laughs> is, uh, and it shouldn't even be punishment, I guess God's setting things back to where it is, but because of his passive heart, he takes that as a punishment is that he is now to be the head of the household. He is now to be the head of his wife. He has to lead his wife and guide his wife. So if you want to be a passive man, when it comes to pursuing a godly woman, the truth is you're never going to get that godly woman because a godly woman will not desire a passive man. 
and that, that's what I mean in that when we say wait for God to bring you a wife, it's not do nothing. It's do the work. Keep an eye out. And when she comes, do the work to be with her. Yeah. Now, there's one more thing I want to say about this, though. You know, um, I know that everybody, and, and you guys are, you are young men, uh, Joshua and, and Gio. You guys uh, are looking for that special person, and probably you're looking for the most good-looking woman that you can find. And I want to be honest about this. You know, if if the only thing you are looking for in um, in, in in the person it's a uh, physical appearance, then you're wrong. Because uh, what you need to find it's. Uh, someone to do life with and uh and not that those th though, i mean being good looking and, and being an, uh, a good future husband or wife are not always always together yeah like what what does i think it's proverbs where um uh, it says beauty is fleeting but uh what is it the fear of the lord is forever or love of the lord so not basically it's saying that beauty will It, it'll fade with yeah. years, but someone who's honorable, someone who loves God, that that lasts forever. Yeah, and uh, you know, I want to read the passage though, because I I think that that's uh, something that we need to realize. For, for and I see this very often in, in, in couples in the churches uh, that you know they started something and it looks good at the. At the first sight, but then then it gets wrong really really fast. As whenever you guys cannot agree on things, for example, uh, I've always been a musician. You know, all, all my life I've been uh, playing and singing, and so because of because of that, uh, you know, that adds an uh, a, another kind of attractiveness, if I could say that word. You know, you you become more appealing to people. So uh, whenever, whenever I, I started dating and my wife and and she used to get so jealous about a, every person that w that would come and talk to me, Ooh. and th that wasn't healthy. It wasn't healthy for her. It wasn't healthy for me, and definitely wasn't healthy for uh, for the ministry. For, it wasn't healthy for her neither. So my mom took the decision to go and talk to her and told her, you know, this is what's happening. You, you're doing everything wrong. And, uh, you know, uh, I've been married to this woman for 26 years. So uh, she changed everything, uh, the way she acted and reacted. Uh, but she understood this. And, and, and this is where I'm going with this another uh, comment. If you, if there's things that you disagree with someone, uh, you have to be very careful and being open about that, and be willing to accept or reject from the get go. Because, uh, uh, you know, this is what the Bible says right here. You know, Second Corinthians six fourteen it says, "Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with uh, wickedness?" How can light live with darkness? The, uh, the older version in, in Spanish, the King James in Spanish, says that, that we have to agree. 
you know, and and it's, it's something important whenever you're looking for the one, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know, let's say you are, and I'm going to the extreme, you are a sporty person, and you love to go outdoors, and you love to uh, fish and hunt. I love doing all of that. And <laughs> and then and then you marry to the person that loves to be indoors and he loves to clean the house and then sit down and watch TV. You see that you, you're, there's disagreement in, in what's what and the relationship. She's not going to let me bring my fish guts home. <laughs> and, and, and then, for example, let's say you, you, uh, you love the word, you, you love uh, to worship, and then you get a person that uh, she doesn't love uh, that, uh, to spend that much time serving at a church, yeah. um, as an example. Yeah. Then uh, we are going, I mean, we are going to, to say this in, uh, hypothetically, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think there will be agreement on that? No. No. Right, Joshua? So, so we, have to, we have to get to this understanding that she or he might be the most best-looking person for you, but that's not enough. You have to be in agreement. Yeah, I, I think that's a good segue um, into what I was going to, I guess, ask, right? Because so far we've been very insistent about, hey, you need to take action. You know, when you see the girl that's right for you, you have to go up to her. You have to talk to her. You have to pursue her and all that. But, um, you know, Pastor, what would you say? Um, is it right? to be extremely quick or too eager to take action? Or is there danger in taking action before Mm. waiting on God? No, 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 no. I think we should wait and we we should take action wisely. Yeah. You know, it's not that, oh, uh, let's uh, look, this new girl, she's good looking, Uh she's here, so I don't want nobody else to get her to her first. Yeah. let me date anyone around me and just see if it, if it works. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. What uh, is supposed is supposed to happen is uh, for you to pray first. Mm-hmm. And this is something I cannot stress enough. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is a this is a, this is a Christian podcast, and we are not going to hide that. Yeah. So, uh, this is the thing. This is the thing, uh, Joshua. If you are praying <coughs> just for a good-looking person, mm-hmm. I don't think you're praying in the right, right direction. Mm. Yeah. If you're praying for the person that will make you happy, mm. then it's different. Mm-hmm. Because God knows what you need. Yeah. So He will answer that prayer itself mm-hmm. according to what He knows that's best for you. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, and that, that this has to do, right, you said every time we go to a new church, you always... Uh, yeah, you, never, you yeah. hand out my resume, basically, yes, right? Yes, and 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 you know, beca- uh, and <laughs> good choice of words. Um, yeah, yeah, but because you know, I know that our church. Uh, I wish everybody knew, everybody out there could see that we are a small church. Our our a group of people is is not big enough to say, well, Gio Joshua, your wife is here. Yeah. Yeah, no, but so every time we go somewhere, you hand out my resume. Um, same thing, you 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 just you told a story where you were looking out for your son, right? Mm-hmm. And um, 
I think this is one because uh, the idea is okay, we take action, okay, we wait, but how do you know when it's the right person? And um, I think you should use the people God has placed in your life to help you figure out if that's the right person, yeah. right? If your community, if the people closest to you, if the people who love you are with you saying, you know what, this is a this is a great girl or this is a great guy, they're godly, they, you know, yeah, go for it, go for it. This could lead somewhere, then yeah, go for it. But if the people around you are hesitant or, or they're, they're, they're saying they don't know or maybe they just straight up tell you, you know what, no, that's not a good person for you, you would be wise to listen to them because that God placed you, placed them in your life for this exact reason so that you could listen to what they have to say. I mean, they're... Yeah, and remember, you can get blinded by the lights. Yeah. You know, you see something, someone that, that is appealing to you, then you stop seeing the, the, the defects. Mm -hmm. So uh, we tend to not to see the red flags. And that's no good. So we need someone, uh, and, and someone that we trust, someone that we love, that someone in our, in our midst to come and tell us, you know what? There's some things that are not right, and you are not seeing. Yeah. And and you are right. And there's one more thing that I can I want to add, Gio. If you can go to Proverbs of four twenty three, and this is something extremely extremely important, uh, Proverbs four twenty three. Going, 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 Proverbs. Yes, and I want to start saying this because we are talking about looking for the one in the Christian community, right? That's that's the main the main question, right? Yeah. Yeah, four twenty three, right, Joshua? Mm -hmm. And uh, and here's the thing. Uh, I, I want to start saying this. Your heart belongs to to the Lord mm -hmm. already. Yeah. So with that in mind, I want you to read this. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So guard your heart. Mm -hmm. Do not give your heart to someone that is not God. Yeah. If that person is the one, she will not give you, your, uh, give you her heart or, your, or his heart. Yeah. Because he already gave it to the Lord. So she knows how this works. I love the Lord first, mm -hmm. and and I'm doing and I'm doing the signs as, <laughs> as if I was a church. Right? I love the Lord first. Yeah. Then I love the one, the person that God gave me, my wife. Now, yeah. right? Yeah. Then I love my kids. Then I love the rest of the things. But the Lord is my first. Yeah. You know, I, I've told my kids, and Joshua's here. You know, I've told told them. You know. I love you. I love you, but I will never love you more than I love my Lord. And and oh, so you want to make him feel unloved? No, I want them that I love them. I want them to know that I love them. But the only reason I can love them is because the Lord is in me. Mm. Yeah, amen. Right. So let's go back to this. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. And, and, you know, you, you can love the other person, mm -hmm. but you cannot give that person your heart. Mm. And because that, the, the place, that the, the throne and the heart does not belong to, a, to another human being. Yeah. It belongs to the king of kings. Yeah. 
So if if we are if we are talking about these topics specific, then then we have to have that in mind. Uh, I don't know if you want to say something else. Do you have a uh, geo according to this? Yeah, no. Um, you know, guarding your heart. That's. Uh, I mean, what's the best way to guard your heart than to not have it in your own hands anymore, but to that's put it right. in the Lord's hands? That's right. Right. right? If you if you if your heart is with the Lord, then it's almost as if you're not attracted to the kind of people that he wouldn't want for you. And um, And the people that is attracted to you will be attracted because if you have something that they want, they they would want that relationship. They would want that connection. They would want to be involved in in whatever ministry you're serving, you know. And they, they, they won't have to compete with God yeah, uh, for something. And I think, you know, from the beginning, if, you're, if you've given your heart to the Lord, then that makes it easier because, you know, Pastor, I think you can speak to this uh, better than me. You've been married for, what, 26 years? Mm-hmm. Um, how was it when you fa- finally figured out that you have to give your relationship to the Lord? Yeah, and, and you know, even when I, when I served the Lord, Mm-hmm. Growing up, I, w- I was, uh, you know, I, w- I was always involved in ministry. God had to deal with me, and that specifically, you know, mm-hmm. hey, who do you love more? Who are, I mean, have you taken, uh, have you given your heart to who? Mm-hmm. And and uh, when God confronted me with that, I, I realized that, I mean, well, if I give my heart to Sonia, mm-hmm. I can give Sonia s- such a limited thing. Mm-hmm. But if I give my my God, my heart to the Lord, I can love Sonia with the love of the Lord in me. Mm-hmm. So so the that the love I I can love someone expanded, it's bigger, it's greater because yeah. it's the love of the Lord. But you you have to know that, you know, who's who who owns your heart? Yeah, and, and I'm sure your marriage in in the hands of God is a lot more, uh, more of a blessing to you, to her, and to those around you than it would be if you, uh, were selfish and decided to keep your marriage for yourself to yourself. Um, you know, you know how we are stubborn sometimes. We don't want to give God, um, what we feel is ours, right? And Gio, this is the thing, you know. Um, right now, we we started talking about the, the uh, how to find a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and we are talking about now uh, marriage, right? But uh, I would say, if you want to have a successful marriage, mm-hmm. a successful marriage, and that's not a, a word that I'm using. Uh, uh, what's the word? It's not a word that I'm using. Loose, you know, and yeah. it's, it's it's something that that I, that I'm saying with a lot of respect. We live in a generation where there's so much people divorced. Yeah, and that is because you had expectations on the other person that they could they could never accomplish mm-hmm. because they are not God. Yeah, but if you give your heart to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Then you can see the other person with the love of the Lord and with the mercy yeah. of the Lord. Yeah, you know. So, so you you tend to be more merciful now that because they are not gonna give you what they cannot give you. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, giving your heart to the Lord, this, you know, if you're in a relationship right now and you haven't done that, then do it right now. Um, but if you're single and you haven't done it, don't wait until you find someone you want to be with. Don't wait until you're about to get married to do it. Like, give your heart to the Lord right now because, um, one thing that um, I think people miss out on along is that they think that their work in the kingdom, you know, it's more effective married. Uh, or Who knows? Maybe for some people they might see it that way. Maybe they'll respect them more because they're in a marriage. But the truth is that you'll never have more time to serve the Lord and his kingdom than when you're single. Mm-hmm. Because in that moment, your time is all the time you have is it's up to you how you want to is spend it. Shared. Yeah. <laughs> so if you give your heart to the Lord, then then you also give him your time. Then he then he can use that time for his kingdom for as much as he wants, however he wants. But that's only if you've given him your heart. Yeah. Yeah. So so if we can s- summarize this, Gio. I have the two more important things in this conversation where if you're looking for the one, mm-hmm. pray. Yeah. Pray, pray. Mm. Like it says, Isaac was meditating. Yeah. Yeah. Pray, pray, pray. And when that person shows up in your life, when that person shows up for you. You, I mean, when you see that person, you say, I know this is the person that God had for me. Mm-hmm. Do not give that person your heart. Mm. Give that person the best of you because you gave your heart to the Lord. Mm. Amen. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah. So that's the main thing. If, I, if, we can, if we can share something with you guys, is give your heart to the Lord and pray for that person. Yeah. And you were right, Gio. You said it. You know, now that I'm single, I can give all my time to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, if we had the, the resources, you know, we both will be working full time yeah. serving the Lord. Yeah. You know, I, I like how um, this pastor I follow says it, Jonathan Bakluda, he says. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love you too, but I don't think, I don't think I've heard you say this yet. But uh, he says, don't waste your singleness. Mm-hmm. Don't waste it because you're never going to have it again. Once you find that person, that's it. You're never going to be single again. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I said something yesterday that, that I believe that is applicable to this. And it's uh, uh, without contentment, there's no, there's no gratitude. Mm, yeah. So if you're not happy with where, where you are today, whether you're single or in a relationship, you won't be... Uh, thankful to the Lord if you're not happy at the place where you are today. No. Maybe you're desperate for a relationship. Pray more. Mm. <laughs> pray more. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? But, but pray for, for contentment, right? Pray for contentment. Because if you're desperate for a relationship, then... Yeah. You will make mistakes. Yeah. Well, makes me uh, make mistakes, and we don't want that for you. Yeah. So I hope that this return was helpful 
I hope that this return was good. There's more conversations that we can have. Remember, we cannot share everything and say everything and say it and say everything in the in the podcast. But uh, we can invite you to be part of our uh, services regularly, and uh, you can follow us in, in our uh, social media and uh, and keep listening, keep listening. So I invite everyone, guys. Uh, we are so happy to be back, and I hope that every word that we say here is a blessing to you. And remember, these are conversations that are happening uh, off the altar. Some of these topics are not easy to, to share from, uh, from uh, the stage, from the altar, from the pulpit in the church, but uh, are uh, good and fun to talk uh, among friends and with you guys. So um, I think I'm going to say uh, goodbye and uh, uh until the next time, I love you guys. God bless you. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to add on Gio's last point where he said, pray for contentment. My pastor Mauricio uh, spoke about Philippians 4 last, uh, yesterday for a service. And the Apostle Paul literally says in verse 13, not that I was in ever in need for it, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Mm. And Ooh. Like, wow. that's just it. Preach it, Joshua. Preach it. And he says, <laughs> he says, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret in living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do everything through, through Christ who gives me strength. And and like, so and that's that verse is so misused yeah. when you don't read the context. When you don't read the the whole the, last yeah. two verses. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. context and, and and whenever you read this context, you you understand that you know what I can't live without a girlfriend. I can live without a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were gonna say something funny and uh, cut you out. Oh no, I was gonna say <laughs> something funny at the very end. I already got my. I already know how I'm gonna close the podcast. That's what, <laughs> okay. what I was like. No, but that yeah, I, I was gonna. I was thinking exactly that. This is the most misused verse. In the Bible, I remember I was talking to someone once, and I, I this verse came up, and you know I went through and I explained this. And I was like, so he's not saying that we can do whatever we want, <laughs> but he's saying that when we have Jesus, we can yeah, get we through can go anything. Through the worst times. And in this guy life. just looks at me, and a tear falls from his eye, and he's like, "Dude, that's so true, man. We can do anything with Christ. We can fly if we want." I was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> You didn't he listen to a single thing I just said. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you know, people mis misuse the misquote and misuse the word. I mean, no, we, we once heard a lady say that this meant you could be a purple dinosaur. <laughs> so. Yes, we were there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys. But you know what? Thank y'all for listening. Remember, if you're single, a godly person looking for another godly person, come visit us at La Tribu. Pastor Mauricio wants to find the right person for you. Um, but and for us. the, the <laughs> matchmaker. I'm currently, I'm currently uh, in, in under his in, services. I would like other people to come under his services, so I'm not so much in focus. <laughs> Joshua would also appreciate that. We've been his most loyal clientele. <laughs> Hey, uh, so since you guys started it, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out to my to my friends and no <laughs> in, uh, in that church. <laughs> but anyways, guys, uh, thank y'all for listening. Uh, if hey, if this conversation blessed you, um, give it a like, 
rate it, um, leave us a comment, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like, just or maybe just say hi to us. You know, just leave us a comment right there in Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening to this. If it blessed you and you think it could bless someone else, go ahead and share it with someone. Send it to them so that they can be so that they can also be blessed. We want this podcast to bless as many people as it possibly can. But again, thanks you guys for listening. We love y'all, we appreciate y'all, and remember, everything you do, do it for the Lord. 1 Peter 4, verse 8, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Goodbye, y'all.